Good morning. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. Nate Dickinson with you. Everything you need to know about Gopher sports all in 30 minutes or less every single weekday. We tie it up in a nice bow for you, get you in and out with all the news you need to know on the Gophers. I'm Nate Dickinson. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's right, 20% off with the code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. Thanks to Built Bar for helping us bring you the show today. Coming up on today's show, we got a big matchup for Gopher basketball tonight. Facing off against the Cornhuskers of Nebraska, This game, as we'll get into later on in the program, kind of a must-win for the Gophers. Not really because they're in any danger of falling out of the NCAA tournament realm, but the Gophers would not want to lose to a Nebraska team that has not won in the Big Ten yet this season. We'll get all into the Huskers later on in the program. First off, we start things off, as always, while breaking down what you may have missed over the last 24 hours in Gopher Sports News. There was another big game going on yesterday. I don't blame you if you didn't catch everything that happened with the Gophers. Gopher Hockey had a tough weekend. The men's team lost twice to Wisconsin, and neither were in really, really good fashion. First 4-1 to one and then 8-1. to one. The final score is the Badgers beat up on the Gophers. Minnesota has now lost three of its last four on the ice to the border battle Badgers. Minnesota is now also three and five against the other top four teams in the country. Minnesota is in that top four as well as Notre Dame, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Again, three and five against those teams. Those are the top four teams in the Big Ten. Check that, not in the country. In the Big Ten, those top four teams, Minnesota against them three and five. So, Maybe something to be a little bit worried about as we go forward with Minnesota. Elsewhere, Gopher Volleyball beat Purdue in comeback fashion twice in a row over the weekend. Good job by them, falling down two sets to one in both matches, ending up coming back to win it three sets to two and five. Nice fight by the Lady Gophers on the court. In football news, Kent State kicker Matthew Trickett has transferred to Minnesota. Of course, Minnesota football fans know very well you need a good kicker to be able to be successful. Matthew Trickett, hoping he can be that for the Gophers coming soon. Uh, the number seven Gophers gymnastics team fell to number three Ohio State over the weekend. The Gopher women's hockey team tied once against Ohio State and then lost in overtime on Friday. Gophers women's gymnastic also fell to Iowa. The Gophers swimming team ended up picking up wins against Iowa and Nebraska in its final dual meet of the season as well. Let's look at what happened over the weekend for the Golden Gophers. As for tonight, a couple of matchups on the docket. Women's golf is over in Sarasota still, competing in the Heroes Ladies Intercollegiate tournament today and wrapping up tomorrow that tournament will. We'll, of course, let you know how all the Gophers do once everything wraps up there. And as well, the Gopher basketball team facing off against Nebraska tonight. The men's team looking to get itself back on track. Now losers of five of their last six in the Big Ten. Minnesota looking to bounce back against a winless in the Big Ten Nebraska team. Again, we're talking all about that matchup in just a minute here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Before we get into the Gopher basketball, though, I mentioned Super Bowl was yesterday and Boy, did some Gophers show up. We have now two more Super Bowl champions out of the Minnesota Gopher football program. The Buccaneers' Tyler Johnson at wide receiver and Antoine Winfield Jr. Winfield was one of the stars of the show last night. I don't have to tell you. Had a deflection interception that ended up being big for Tampa Bay early in the game. And then later on, after beating Tyreek Hill or defending him, well, I should say, Tyreek couldn't beat him. He put up the deuces on Tyreek, call back to win earlier in the season. Tyreek Hill had done the same 
back to him. He returned the favor, got a penalty, but as people online were very supportive of Winfield, he became one of the fan favorites as well. Love to see them get out there and succeed. Winfield apparently is going to be a star in this league. He has been already. Give credit to Tyler Johnson, too. Quiet in the Super Bowl, but again, you got to give some credit to a guy who was able to at least even hold a roster spot on a team that has guys catching the ball like Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, not to mention Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brait. I mean, those are six guys right there who could fill up a roster on their own, and Tyler Johnson still seemed to find a way to get his time in, too. So it looks like he may have a promising future in the league as well. You never know if it's going to work when that college skill will transfer to the pros or not. Obviously has with Antoine Winfield Jr. Hopefully we'll get to see more of Tyler Johnson as the seasons go on as well. But hey, you can't not give credit to those guys for getting that Super Bowl out of the way early in their careers as well. So congrats to both Antoine Winfield Jr. and Tyler Johnson, Super Bowl champions out of your Minnesota Golden Gophers. Well, the Super Bowl and the NFL season in turn may be over, but that does not mean that you don't have anything to bet on anymore. Of course, there's always another game, and this just means there's college basketball season now in full swing. The NBA is underway. You can focus fully on that now that football's done. But whatever it is that is your poison when it comes to getting your money or losing your money responsibly, of course, you don't have to sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in on the action with betonline.ag. BetOnline is the official betting sponsor of Locked On Podcasts. If you hear us talk about a line here on the show, it's coming from Bet Online. So if you want to bet it, you can go over to their site. They're going to help you out as well. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, that's not.com.ag, and use the promo code Locked On, they'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. So you got some free money to go grab over at Bet Online. They're helping us out over here with Locked On, trying to get you to get as much money that you can take away from them as possible. I'm usually not for taking money away from our sponsors, but when it comes to Bet Online, I'll definitely make an exception and let you at least make a couple of bucks over at their site. It's betonline.ag. You can follow them online at betonline underscore ag for all the updates and all the odds that they have posted out there. Bet Online, the official sponsor of Betting On Locked On you can get yourself a little extra money by using our promo code locked on as well. Coming up after the break, we're talking Minnesota Gophers against Nebraska Cornhuskers. A big matchup for Minnesota on the hardwood tonight as it tries to bounce back and a big opportunity to do so against the Nebraska team still trying to figure things out. We'll figure out everything going on with the matchup tonight in just a moment. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers. I'm Nate Dickinson. Welcome back to the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. I'm Nate Dickinson, your host with you. We're talking Minnesota Gophers against Nebraska Cornhuskers on the basketball court tonight. Minnesota looking to bounce back after losing its last five of six and try to beat a Nebraska team that's 0-6 in the Big Ten right now. And while we've got you covered with everything you need to know about the Gophers, what about the rest of sports? Well, now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. You can subscribe right now to the Locked On Today podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm guessing 
whatever you're listening to this on, you could probably find Locked On today as well. So go give them a listen. Same kind of deal as what we do here. A quick little packed-in format where you get everything you need to know, not just on the Gophers where you have it here, but on everything going on in sports. While we're talking Minnesota Gophers and Nebraska Cornhuskers here, let's break down first what we have here in Nebraska because this team, unlike a lot of the teams in the Big Ten, is not going to be one of those squads where you're talking about, well, it's never easy in the Big Ten. And it never is, and Nebraska, I'm sure, will put up a good fight tonight. But when it comes to easy games in the Big Ten, this might be as easy as it gets. Second-year coach Fred Hoiberg has not had much success since leaving the ranks of the NBA to return to college team was 7 of 25 last year right now only 4 and 9 and we'll get to that in a minute 0 and 6 in the Big Ten this season that's after going just 2 and 18 in the conference in 2019 and 20. Now I mentioned a 4 and 9 record this season for Nebraska and you might be thinking that's not a lot of games and the reason for that is because the Cornhuskers have also had six games either postponed or canceled this season. Most recently, a five-game stretch in the Big Ten that Nebraska wasn't able to play. They actually played their first game back from those five games off against Michigan State on Saturday. So the team is now technically on a six-game losing streak, but uh, up until that game Saturday against MSU, they hadn't played at all in a couple of weeks. And they were able to hold MSU, I think it was a 10-point game at the end, so uh, at least competing with the teams who are competing in the Big Ten. The team doesn't have a win against a team worth beating this season, really. In the non-conference, Nebraska didn't play anybody tough. This squad only beat South Dakota by seven points in that non-conference schedule. It's a young team. There are no seniors that are playing major minutes. So the hope is, if you're a Nebraska fan, that you go through the growing pains this season, you get a little bit better next year, and then maybe in a couple of years, you can really, really do something in Big Ten play with Hoiberg if he's able to stick around that long. It seems like the Hoiberg experiment, though, isn't working well so far. This team was 500 going into his tenure. It has fallen way off. This team does have only about... 25% of its scoring from last year coming back this season. So it's not all on the head coach. There's still plenty of inexperienced players who need to get some run out on the court. But it's easy to say that the Huskers are in a struggling spot in the program right now. As far as bright points on the team, the star is Teddy Allen, a junior, 6'6", 17 points per game, and 5 rebounds per game as well. The Gophers may have a hard time matching his length on defense as someone who's going to play on that wing. Someone like Booth Gotch might be like more of a style fit, but as far as leading scorers, Bettino has leaned on Gabe Kalsher more for those spots, so I'd expect Kalsher to at least start the game on Allen. We'll see what ends up happening as things go on, but that's a matchup I'm interested to see. Not just seeing Allen and his kind of length at a guard spot. He's, I think, even listed as a forward at 6'6", but also how the Gophers elect to defend him. Something I'm going to be looking out for as well. Who's that guy? Who's the number one defender? It's been Gabe Kalsher. I I don't really expect that to change, but at the same time, Gabe Kalsher can't keep shooting as poorly as he'd been and stay on the floor. So I'm going to be looking out for that. Uh, Other players to watch, Delano Banton. He's 6'9", but only 200 pounds as a sophomore. So it's not someone who, as one of the big guys who gets the big minutes for Nebraska, you'd expect a guy like Liam Robbins to have too much trouble with down low. But this guy doesn't work only down low. He does lead the team in rebounds at 6.8 per game, but the 6'9 man is also leading the team in assists at 4.8 per game. 
I haven't really watched much film on him. I don't know how he gets these passes off or what kind of assists we're looking at. I don't really know if he's someone who will sit on the outside and can work the ball around there, or maybe in the high post he can find guys on cuts. But leading the team in assists at six foot nine is something that sticks out, and it's something I'm interested to see. Again, how if it is a Liam Robbins guarding him, how does he react to that? How does he react to trying to defend something like that with a bit more of an uh, atypical big man to defend? The final guy, the guard, Trey McGowan, six foot four and a junior. He's really the only guy getting other major points on this team for Nebraska. Wanted to mention him, but those are the three. Teddy Allen, Delano Banton, and Trey McGowan's. If it's Delano, I'm not sure. It might very well be Delano Banton. And apologies to Delano or Delano if I'm messing that one up. But those are the three guys to look out for as far as like who would be the team, the players to beat the Gophers in this game. As far as team stats, Nebraska doesn't do very much well. I mean, you could indicate that probably from the record. One thing it does do, though, and this is something that can keep the Cornhuskers in it, is get to the free throw line. It's not any sort of insane amount where they're like a top 10 team in the country on free throws, but when it comes to getting to the free throw line, this team does draw a lot of fouls. It can get itself to the line in the charity stripe. And when you're playing a team that you're better than, and Minnesota is better than Nebraska by all statistical measures, a free throw shooting battle is something that could keep the Cornhuskers in this game. So if I'm looking for like keys to the game, one of my biggest ones would be to try and keep it clean. Minnesota can beat this Nebraska team straight up. Does not have to get any sort of aggressive in a way where it'll be drawing stupid fouls. I wanted to end on this when talking about this team and what Minnesota is looking at in this game. And we'll talk about keys to the Gophers as well in a moment. But when you just go into this matchup, I started looking up and down the stats and started looking at everything and how the Gophers are kind of positioned right now going into this game. And I started to think, this is kind of the Maryland game of the basketball season. Because when the Gopher football team lost to Michigan in the first week of the year, you go into that Maryland game thinking, all right, how good really are these Gophers? This is where we'll find out, right? Maryland's supposed to be a bottom feeder in the Big Ten. Minnesota thought it would be a team competing for a Big Ten championship at some point this season. And then the Gophers got the reality check. Went out and lost to Maryland 45-44. The defense was exposed yet again. And that's when Gopher football fans realized, it set in for the first time, that this team is not what we thought they were. If Minnesota were to lose this game to Nebraska tonight, I think you can say the same exact thing. Because losing 5 of 6, you have suspicions already, I'm sure. But if you were to lose to a Maryland, a Nebraska team that hasn't won a Big Ten game, not only this season, but was miserable in the Big Ten last year as well, and didn't even return a quarter of the scoring in minutes that it had in that season, which it was bad. If Minnesota were to lose this game, it's the equivalent of that Maryland loss. You have to be saying to yourself, all right, this Gopher basketball team is not what we thought it was. It is not a top 25 team like we thought it were before, at least not right now. So now let's reevaluate and start thinking, where does this team actually fit in in the landscape of the Big Ten, of the NCAA tournament, all of it? That's what everyone will be thinking. Both the people inside the teams, the people making the NCAA tournament selections, everybody who follows this sport. If Minnesota loses to Nebraska, that's a big, big sore on the tournament resume, and it's also a big, big sore on the minds of Minnesota fans as well, because it would give you that feeling that the Maryland loss gave you too. 
that feeling of, oh, we're not ready yet. And just like after the team lost to Maryland in the football season, you would be thinking even still, well, they can turn it around, and Minnesota still has a month to turn it around if they lose tonight. But this would be the point where you say, all right, now is when I know that this team is no longer the top 25 team I thought it was when it was beating Michigan badly. It can play those games, but there needs to be more work done than I thought if Minnesota can't win here tonight. Speaking of tonight, I will be on Twitter live tweeting throughout the game this evening. Give us a follow at LO Golden Gophers. That's at LO Golden Gophers. There you can stay up to date on everything I'm thinking. I don't like to do that kind of stuff where it's just like, oh, Marcus Carr makes a three, Minnesota down by five. I mean, you're, if you're watching the game, you can see all that. I'm more of like, uh, this is what this means, this is what that means, this is what I'm thinking kind of deal. More of an analysis kind of thing than the actual just like what's happening at the game. So give me a follow over there at LO Golden Gophers to stay up to date on everything I'm thinking during the game tonight. And you can follow my personal Twitter as well. That's at Nate with Sports. At Nate with Sports on Twitter. We'll talk more Gopher basketball in just a moment here on the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. But first, maybe you need to get into a little bit of better shape this year. If it's just a New Year's resolution for 2021, or maybe the pandemic hit you a little bit harder in the fitness than you would have liked, you can get back out there and get in shape and do it with the help of Built Bar as well. Now, Built Bar I know what you're thinking. I'm going to say protein and you're going to shut your mind off because there's so many different products out there. And if you're someone who works out, you probably already have some sort of protein supplement out there that you're using. But Built Bar is a little bit different because they're really trying to cater to your taste needs. Now, everybody else has the typical flavors, the uh, orange, maybe they're even just colors, purple, blue, red, drink powder, whatever it is that you use, protein bars, stuff like that. But with Built Bar, Not only is this a tasty protein bar that has 100% chocolate in it, every single bar does, but they're coming out with flavors that are kind of like catered to individual people. Some of them may sound wild, but when you find that one that you really like, you're going to love it. So maybe you're not a fan of lemon almond cheesecake protein bars. That doesn't quite get your fancy, but apple almond crisp, that might be a little bit better. Cherry barcia, caramel brownie, carrot cake. It's these kind of flavors that they have that are so unique that when you find one that's really your thing, you're going to be hooked on it. Not to mention these things are healthy as well. If I didn't mention, that's kind of the point of all these protein bars. At least 15 grams of protein in every bar. We're talking less than 5 grams sugar, less than 5 grams net carbs as well, and under 200 calories, every single one of them. Some of them under 150 calories, depending on how flavorful you want to get with it. Built Bar is your place to go to get that extra energy you need to get throughout the workout or just your workday. And right now we're helping you out too. You can go over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Head over there right now. You're going to be thanking me, I promise. We'll be back with more Locked On Golden Gophers in just a moment here. We're wrapping up the show on a Monday. Hope your weekend was good. We're going to finish up the toughest day of the week right after this. I'm Nate Dickinson. Wrapping things up here on the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast on a Monday, I'm Nate Dickinson. 
Gophers got a big up matchup with Nebraska tonight, but tomorrow on Locked On Golden Gophers, we're going to hopefully have on with us Kevin Knight. Uh, Kevin writes for Corn Nation, which is the Nebraska Cornhuskers SB Nation affiliate site. We'll talk to Kevin about everything that happens here tonight, and you'll be able to catch up on it tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Looking forward to talking to Kevin about that one, hopefully about a Gopher win, first one in a while for the team, it seems. Now, before we get into the end of the program and wrapping things up, wanted to talk just for a couple of minutes, and I will only take a couple of seconds here, just about what I want to see here tonight. Usually when we do this kind of thing, I talk about like the keys to the game when we're previewing a game. But this Nebraska team is one where, as we mentioned last segment, well, talked pretty much all about it last segment, Nebraska is a team Minnesota should be able to beat. Like, if this game's close, throw out everything I'm talking about right now. There's bigger problems to discuss. But if it ends up being one that the Gophers seem to be able to have in hand somewhat easily, which isn't something I'm expecting either, either, I I guess I don't really know what I'm expecting, but instead of keys to the game, I'm going to go with, like, things I want to see here tonight. Uh, First thing was the thing we mentioned as one of the big keys in the last segment, keep it clean. I do think it's really the only way that Nebraska keeps itself in this game, but even outside of that, it's something the Gophers need to work on. Uh, Let's just get through one full game without even having to think about how many fouls Liam Robbins has. Yeah? Is that an easy goal to get to? I think that's reasonable. Another thing I want to talk about, let's let some of the guys who may be struggling get in there, get some good minutes, and maybe shine if the chance is there in the roadmap of the game plan, if things start to get out of hands. Guys like uh, Gabe Kalsher, who's obviously a starter, he's going to get the minutes, but let him work a little more. Obviously, it's Marcus Carr's team, but if Minnesota's able to pull away a bit, let's see what Kalsher can do as far as letting the offense run a little bit more through him. He's been brutal offensively as of late. Maybe try and help him snap out of that. Another guy like Booth Gotch, who maybe has had some of his minutes taken away by an upcomer like Jamal Mashburn. Let him see some more time out there. It was just his birthday this week, by the way. So, or last week, I guess now. We're on a Monday. So, guys like that, let them get some time and really be able to see, all right, if this game is going to be a game where we can try some things, I want to see it be tried. That's all I'm asking for, really. If this is a game where the Gophers have a chance to experiment, where it looks like Nebraska is not going to be able to keep up and the Gophers can do whatever they want. I'd like to at least see what's inside Richard Pitino's head. What are the things he wants to be working on next? And if Minnesota can get up ahead a little bit, that's something that I expect to see and I'm going to be watching out closely for because that's what I want to know. What does Richard Pitino want this team to get better at? I know what I want it to get better at. What does Patino think are the biggest problems? I think if we start to see him doing some more of that experimenting, we might get a little bit of a look inside his head. Again, I said I was only going to take a couple of minutes, and I did. That's just a couple of things that I want to look for, some clean play. Let's not have to worry about Liam Robbins' fouls today, maybe. Get those guys who have been struggling some time to try and snap out of it a bit here against Nebraska. But again, that's all given that Nebraska doesn't give Minnesota a run for its money, which in the Big Ten is definitely possible. Well, we'll break down, hopefully again with Kevin Knight of Corn Nation, everything that happens tonight in the matchup between the Gophers and the Corn Huskers. I will be tweeting out there tonight. Give us a follow at LO Golden Gophers and my personal account at Nate with Sports. There you can find everything I'm doing, of course, everything the show's doing over at LO Golden Gophers. Well, that does it for us today. Of course, your team every single weekday here on the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast. I'm Nate Dickinson. Until tomorrow, row the boat, Sky Uma, go Gophers.